I give parents a lot of credit. I do. Like, you got a lot to keep up with. You literally have to keep a human alive. That's crazy. And there's a lot of decisions you've got to make as a parent that, like, are tough. They're tough. I just, I don't know how you do it. So much respect for parents. There's a question today, though. Like, even if your kid comes to you, looks you in the eyes, I want to know the truth about this. Are you going to tell them today on the show? Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. It's a feel-good podcast I do with my mom every day. And we have three principles of this show. It's live, laugh, and love your mom. It's live your life out loud, laugh a lot, and love my mom. She's my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I wanted to say thank you to everybody who sent me nice messages yesterday. Um, it was a unexpected episode that we had. Typically, if I'm going to come in and talk about mental health stuff, I've got kind of a plan, um, kind of know where I want to go with it and what I want to say, but I didn't really want to talk about it. Um, I, not, I just didn't plan on talking about it. It's not that I don't want to talk about it. I just didn't really plan on talking about it. Um, but I, I appreciate all the messages. You know, I struggle with with this show because every it was funny because we record this show kind of out of sync. So this is recorded first, this part of the show, and my mom's recorded first. And I go back and I re-record the intro and the good news and stuff later on. Um, but I, it's really hard when I'm like, yeah, this is a feel-good podcast. And I talk about depression for five minutes. You know, it's like it's a hard <laughs> – yeah. A uh, hard thing to do. And like the last thing I ever want this podcast to be is like a burden on you. But I, I do. And this is what I've always appreciated about people that get me is that, I mean, most of us are pretty similar. I think a lot of us are going through a lot right now. And oh, yes. I, the messages that I got today, which was not, you know, I didn't really come in prepared to talk about it again. Uh, but I it was like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, I've been feeling the same way. I've been feeling depressed or I've been here, too. But making, you know, hearing that you're going through that, too, makes me feel not so not so crazy or not so mm -hmm. alone, the whole thing. So uh, I, again, not my intention as of yesterday, uh, but I wanted to I did want to take a little bit of time today to focus on that. And that's one thing that I promise you I'm always going to bring you on this podcast is authenticity, because I don't I I. I had the opportunity to do so. And that's the only thing that I'm really good at is like just being, <laughs> just being authentic, you know, with no matter what kind of mood I'm in, uh, mm -hmm. how I'm really feeling about something. I'm not really great at a lot of things, but one thing I, I am, is like in touch with my feelings. Uh, so I, uh, you know, this move has been extremely challenging on me. Um, it, more so than I even imagined it being, I did mm -hmm. not imagine it was going to be this hard, uh, when I when I moved out here and it was tough when I got here, but the radio show and the podcast, you know, I was literally working sun up to sundown and then it eased up a little bit. Like I usually I usually get home about maybe an hour earlier than I used to because I can just get things done faster. We got different systems now. We've got helping us with the show. So that's uh, taking some some pressure off of my plate. And so that's uh, it's given me a little bit more free time during the day. Uh, and so it's a lot more alone time and you're talking to one of the world's biggest introverts. Like I mm -hmm. have no problem being alone. Like I don't, it's not really an issue. Um, I don't mind it. Uh, I actually prefer it a lot of times to, if, I, if it was like, would you rather go to a music festival or stay home by yourself? Uh, the answer would always <laughs> be stay home by yourself. Uh, yeah. so 
I don't, I'm, I'm, I've never felt like this lonely before. Uh, and, and I, and I love Jess and I honestly, and I love the job. I, there's, there's two things obviously that I really, and I'm really thankful that I came over here to focus on, but it is an extremely challenging time to move across the country. And what you get usually on the weekends is I have been pretty, and like it was, uh, it was better when I could actually get out during the weekend. Right. But then the winter hit and I've never dealt with winter before. I've never dealt with like mostly cloudy skies, you know, like snowing for days on end and having to deal with all of that and just not wanting to leave the house for anything. Yeah. And, so that only adds even more to the isolation and the alone feeling when you're, you know, like this. And I think I, I talked about this. I really did some soul searching on this yesterday about like, why, why was this weekend harder for me than others? And I think, I think I had the least amount to do this weekend. Uh, and I think it's every weekend's getting a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like more and more alone, you know, <laughs> over the, uh, over the, over the weeks. And I mean, that's what I'm talking about. My therapist right now That's what we're dealing with is like how to deal with this. And, mm-hmm. you know, her solutions are right now is like, I've, I've got to get involved with something. Mm-hmm. And that's just been a real challenge to find that thing yes. that I want to get involved in because, you know, when my friends like, why don't you, you know, you love doing yoga, which is true. It's like, why don't you go do like an outdoor yoga class? We got to keep in mind. This one, one of my San Diego friends, it's, 30 degrees outside, you know, like, <laughs> I, uh, uh. But, and, and literally all weekend it rained. It rained literally from Friday night all the way to Sunday. It rained two days straight. Oh. So it's the weather. I don't do well with like change of weather. I don't do, I'm just, I'm, I'm a sun baby, you know? So <laughs> I, that's what I've been accustomed to for the last 15 years is having a lot of sun. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I'm like, I'm missing, I'm missing. I, I knew the hardest part about leaving or about taking this job because I was really going to miss San Diego. It was like the first place that I ever felt at home. I felt like accepted and loved and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And I I knew that it was going to be a challenge, but I did not know that it was going to be this much of a challenge. Mm-hmm. So Monday shows typically are always hard for me just because I've just not been in the work mode for a couple of days. And usually I'm the loneliest by Sunday night. Yes. So that's kind of what you saw yesterday. Typically I can snap out of it. Uh, yesterday I could not today. I still am. I'm feeling kind of funky today too. I'm just anybody that deals with depression. Um, it's, it's a very real sensation. It's a very uncomfortable and real sensation. And you know, I've dealt with it a lot since my divorce, just through all the trials and tribulations and the move has been really hard on me too. And a few other things that have really been tried my, uh, tried my depression, pushed my depression to the max. And, um, so just know you're not alone, whatever it is that you're going through. That's got you feeling that way. I know that some people don't understand it. You know, there's a lot of people that just don't get depression and God bless you. Like, I wish I didn't understand it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish it wasn't something I had to deal with on a constant mm-hmm. basis. And when, when you're going through a hard time and you're in a hole and, it's uh, it's a really scary place to be. It's a really I yes. I am I am hanging in there, but I'm not doing well. Um, I'm and 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 seeing little um, little ways out right now uh, mm-hmm. until things just kind of start to turn around mm-hmm. with the coronavirus and everything else. Plus, I just don't know how to stop missing. I've never had close friendships 
Yeah. Like the ones I have in San Diego. Yeah. And I don't know if I said this or not, but I think, I, I think what, what did trigger it yesterday too was that, and we talked about this a little bit, but this is what I had to really kind of figure out was that a lot of people's lives are getting back to normal. Yes. You know, like a lot of people, and like it felt, I kind of liked being in that coronavirus bubble mm-hmm. because everybody else's lives were in disarray too. So we were kind of all in this together, right? Everything's right. uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. now at least we're all uncomfortable together. Mm-hmm. But when things are going back to normal, kids, uh, a lot of kids went back to school here today, which yes. I think is a great sign. But, um, you know, yesterday when I was uh, talking, I talked to four different friends yesterday. Mm. Every single one of them was heading to the beach or the pool oh. um, with their friends. Yeah. And <laughs> wow. I'm sitting over here and it was, it was 40 and rainy. Yes. And I was just like, oh, I just eh, struggle. Yes. So that's where that came from. It's nothing new. Obviously, I talk about it quite often. Um, but that's because a lot of people are like, is there anything else going on? And then honestly, no, everything else is, is and that's what I have a hard time with. I have a hard time. And I, I don't know if you go through that phase too, where like, you're so blessed in so many different ways. Like, I love this job. Like, I'm really, I'm thankful to have this job. I love where I live. Um, I love like my, my, uh, my condo setup. I love it. Um, I got a dog that's really great. And, but when you're in your depression hole, like none of that matters, you know, yeah. like none of it, none of it matters. Yeah. And it's hard it's to see very the light. hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to be told otherwise mm-hmm. when you're in a zone like that. So mm-hmm. I didn't mean to spend nine minutes talking about this, but that's, so, yeah. I'm sorry. So what do people who love you like me do to support you and others that are going through a depression? Oh, I mean, that's I know, a good question. I, I know, know we don't make light of it. I mean, I, don't I know. think that we can. Here's what I th- here's what I try to do. I try to just let you know that I care for you and that I know I can't fix it, but that I'm here for you if there yeah. is anything I can do. But is there something more that we can do? Because for those of us who love people who struggle with depression, it's hard. Yeah, especially if you don't. Right. Um, it's it's hard, first of all, to to really understand it, and I have grown to understand it better. Um, but it's also painful, and when when people you love hurt, you hurt. And right. you know, I'm I always want to fix things and make things better and be an encourager. But you know, sometimes there are things that no one else can fix. Right. You just have to get through it. I think um, if you could find me some friends and a girlfriend <laughs> and a healthy relationship and uh, maybe a, a different, a better climate, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I think that would really turn things around over here. So, okay, honey, I'll work on that. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. It's it, uh, like, yeah, I think that's really all you can do is mm-hmm. listen because yes. and and. I don't know that there is much of a fix, you know, there's not much you can really do about it. Um, I, and, and people handle it. And I would just say to encourage people like to figure out their, you know, and, and it's, and you can't don't, you you have to be very fragile with a conversation like this, but Mm -hmm. I, you know, through my last 20 years of dealing with depression and anxiety, I've kind of created a toolbox Mm -hmm. of things that I can go to. Um, and just to make sure that they're kind of staying up on those things, you know, but it's hard to be like, well, did you, 
did you whatever, whatever today, you know, like, I but know. just to, I always want to say, well, did you, did you meditate? Did you get outdoors? Right. Did you eat well? Did you exercise? But then I felt like a doting, nagging mom. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a fine line, but I think that, um, you know, I guess that's my encouragement to people that are dealing with it is to find your things that you can do. And yesterday, like just none of my things are working and I just have to accept like some days it's just not going to work and, yes. and that's going to be it. So, yes. Um, so that's it. I don't, and I don't for, really know. I think just to be there and, and, and to listen if they want to talk and mm-hmm. to just keep, you know, n- never put the pressure of feeling a certain way on them though. Like you got to snap right. out of this. You got to like, you can't, don't, don't think those kind of thoughts. Think about all the positive things going on because it just doesn't work that way, you know? Yes. So. Yeah. I made that mistake with you. Yeah. Don't do that yeah. one. That one's not You corrected good. me. I did only yeah. did it once. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> um, okay, Mom. Last week we were talking about the Tiger Woods documentary. And yeah. I asked for you to go watch it. I don't even remember how this came up. Uh, oh, well, Tiger, we, my mom did a quote from Tiger Woods. That's what it yes, was. Yes, exactly. And we asked the question, you know, the it was about role models. And I was right. asking, is, is Tiger Woods a good role model for kids or not? Because uh-huh. he obviously changed the game of golf. And yes. he is his hard work and dedication and all those great things mm-hmm. um, are fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're mm-hmm. really, he has so many great qualities when it comes to the game of golf. Right. But then you look at his personal life and you're like, oh, that's kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. And so I asked the question, like, is Tiger Woods a good role model or not? Mm-hmm. Like for your kids, like, would you want your kids to be like, I want to be like Tiger Woods when I grow up? Because mm-hmm. that's really a hard call. I think if we didn't know all of the things that we know about his mm-hmm. personal life, you may mm-hmm. feel differently. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually, I put mom, while you're telling your review, I need to go look it up. Cause I put, I put a poll on my Instagram story asking, is Tiger Woods a good role model for kids? Uh-huh. So let me find that while, while you're, but how did you feel about the documentary? Well, there's a documentary out right now, by the way, um, uh, about Tiger Woods on HBO max. Yes. And it kind of goes through his old, his whole um, whole life from childhood mm-hmm. to basically right. I would say right before the wreck, and it kind of ends on an uptick of his life, getting back into the game of golf. And obviously, right. there's no there's no spoiler alerts here if you know about Tiger Woods' life. Right. What do you What do you think, Mom? Like, what do What was your takeaway? You know, for all his fame and fortune, I I think I thought it was so sad. Um, you know, his upbringing, at least this is the way the documentary portrays it. Now, we never know if it's true, but the way it was portrayed was that his father was really in control of making him a legacy. That was what his aspiration for Tiger was to be a golfing legacy and to be a champion, particularly since he's not a white man. Um, and it seems that that was so drilled into him that he could not do anything else, even if he right. had wanted to. And so, you know, because he was like a baby golfer. He was on at I forget, two what late, years yeah, old. like what late night show he was on, but he was on some late night show, yeah, and was literally playing golf and like doing trick shots and stuff. It was like, wait, right. what? This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I don't doubt that he had natural talent. But I, I thought it was sad how his, you know, how his father just 
you know, drilled it into him that he he would be the most famous golfer. And, you know, they practiced. And then, you know, the relationship seemed a little strange to me, too. Like he kept saying, you know, they kept saying they're best friends and, you know, they're everything to me. And consequently, right. it didn't seem that Tiger Tiger formed relationships outside of those with his parents. Right. So socially, you know, it was hard. I I was excited to hear, you know, from his girlfriend that, you know, he did get out from his longtime girlfriend from long ago in high school, that he did get out and socialize some. But I mean, basically he was pretty much controlled. Right. Um, so I feel so sad. And I, you know, I mean, to be addicted to drugs and, you know, to go through the pain and the suffering he did with his back and is still going through it. And now, you know, he's having this, he's had this accident and they're concerned about whether or not he'll, you know, be able to, to come back. And certainly the prognosis is that are the things that I've read don't seem like he'll be able to come back as the champion that mm-hmm. he has been, which will, of course, be very depressing and right. cause great anxiety. And, um, yeah, I just thought, I thought it was very sad. And, I, you know, I hope that, you know, because he is young, that he can, even if he won't be a champion, he can still do a lot of good in this world. Golf is an amazing sport, and it, uh, it teaches such good qualities, life qualities to kids, and particularly minorities. Right. Um, so I think he could really, I think he could be a real super champion in that respect and be the mentor that he said he was. Do you um, feel, do you feel differently now? And I ask the question, like, is Tiger a good role model? No, I mean, I think that people that come out on top and have gone through so much adversity are tremendous role models. And yeah. I think Tiger still has the ability to do that with his life. Right. To really I mean, be because of all the things that he's been through. Right. The uh, The second part of the, of the documentary, it's in two parts, um, is really kind of gets into the seedy part of his life with the multiple women and mm-hmm. the – the affairs and the draw, the you know the all the pain and yes, you know sleeping pill stuff he was on, and, yeah, and like it's, I don't know. I guess I guess time will tell. Mm-hmm. I don't know that right now. I don't think that right now in his life he's a good role model. I think mm-hmm. that like we'll see how he comes out of this. I think he mm-hmm. still can be. You know, mm-hmm. I think all. I mean, I think anybody can learn a lesson from their past. Yes, and be i'm not i'm not a i'm not a cancel culture kind of person like I, i'm a yeah. go away for a minute and like learn the lessons and then mm. you can come back if you can prove that you are able to you know i mean yes. and i think that's kind of what's happening we're so quick to cancel people now like oh that's it we hate you goodbye right. but i think that we're also getting over things very fast too um mm-hmm. i we've just seen that time and time and time again yes and so I think that he needs to just take a second and just chill out, you know, obviously get better. I don't know if he'll be able yes. to play again or not, but if you ask me if Tiger's a good role model, I have a hard time saying yes to that question. I still yeah. don't. I, I think the jury is out and we will see soon if he's able to pull it back around and be, you know, a hero in this whole thing again or not. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, what do you think about the Britney Spears documentary? I know you watched that too. 
And I just want oh, to leave. really quick. I asked yeah. the question. I, I just found this, this Insta story from, it was yeah. from the 25th. Uh, I said, is Tiger Woods a good role model? Um, mm-hmm. 16% of people said yes. 84% of people said no. So mm-hmm. that's just what you guys had to say about it. Yeah. Um, so Britney Spears documentary. Yeah. Uh, I've only seen about half of that one. Yeah. But oh my goodness. Again, same thing. That that gives me just makes me incredibly sad for her that you know she's been built to built up to be this child prodigy and obviously she's talented. I mean, right. she and Tiger both obviously have God-given talents. Right. But oh my goodness. Oh gosh, she just gone down such a hole. And it's just yeah. such a hard life. I mean, yeah. why does life have to be that hard for people? Well, it doesn't have to be. I think that both in both those situations, what we're realizing is that fame is a really tricky thing. And I'm trying to like pay close attention to this and, mm-hmm. and like a lot of celebrities' lives because it is such a drug Mm-hmm. Um, that it is a hard thing to walk away from. Mm-hmm. Ad- if you're a person that likes admiration, and I'm one of these people, and I have a very small, a very small taste of it, I have a very small taste of it, mm-hmm. but I enjoy the admiration of of fame. Now, I would never, never in a million years want to have what they have. Never oh, want. I mean, God. I am way, way too introverted, oh. but it is nice it is nice to have people say nice things to you, you know, and to kind of be admired in a sense, you know, I think any radio person would would lie to you Mm. if they said they don't like that about the job. Sure. You know, I think that's exactly why we do. We, I think every radio person has that sense of them because we all have very similar stories Mm -hmm. of we were not very popular growing up and, it was like our chance to become kind of become somebody else and to, you know, be, admired by a large group of people at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you'll hear that time and time again. Mm-hmm. And um, I think what happens though, is once you rely on that, it's a really hard thing to walk away from. Well, it's so easy to lose yourself in it. Well, yeah, because you, I mean, it mm-hmm. is, a, it's, it's a great feeling. It is a oh, great yeah. feeling. It's like when a you drug. feel like you lack that mm-hmm. and then you get it. I forget who – I don't remember what – it may have actually been the Britney Spears. I don't remember who. It's something that we were talking about. No, you know what? It may have been on. There's also a um, a good documentary on HBO Max I was watching a few weekends ago about child stars. And oh. you know, if that's all you know coming up, like kind of a Britney situation. It's a very yes. hard thing to like e- ever get back on a normal track again because yes. your life is so different from the ground up. And that's why – a lot of these child stars end up being on these like shit reality shows, mm-hmm. you know, celebrity boxing or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what's the Dr. Drew one, the, the, the celebrity um, couples camp yeah. or whatever, uh, you know, yeah, because they just, or even like reality show people, people that don't really have a good, that kind of get tossed into these situations mm-hmm. and they love the attention, but then they get it and it goes away quickly. Cause you're only on for a season or whatever, you know? Yes. Um, that you know, they just keep trying to like reach out for that fix because they're just so used to, and those hits of attention feel so good. Mm-hmm. So, Brittany, I feel like is a little bit different, but I, I feel like anybody that is has notoriety of any of any kind of celebrity status, it's a very hard thing to walk away with. I think it's the same thing though in normal life too. I think it's the same thing if you're the CEO of a company. 
Yeah. Anybody, anything that is kind of a respected role, if you're mm-hmm. maybe a mayor or a, I don't know, mm-hmm. something that you've like earned a title that means a lot to you and you kind right. of rest on that title to yes. add self-worth to you. Yes. It's a hard thing to walk away from. Yes. When your self-worth has been tied up in a title of any right. sorts, right? Exactly. Yes. So that's my two cents. Yeah. You lose yourself and, and mm-hmm. that's, that's a shame. So, you know, let's give a little bit of grace to Tiger. No, and, I totally. I always I want everyone and to Brittany. win. You know? Yeah, I mean and Brittany, Brittany Brittany's fine. To me, Brittany is a product of her environment. I don't yeah. think that Brittany asked for any of this. No. I think that she's a talented girl that's been put in a really tricky situation that knows nothing better than what she knows. Mm-hmm. I think that I think this is Brittany's life. Mm-hmm. And she is a girl from where is she from? Missouri. Mississippi, yeah, Oklahoma, somewhere, Oklahoma, somewhere. Yeah. They mm-hmm. just got kind of tossed into this system and doesn't know any better and, and can't really get out of it now. There's no way she's too big of an icon to like get right. out of it, even if she wanted to. Right. So, um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to, I feel bad for Brittany. I really genuinely feel bad for Brittany for Tiger. Uh, I, there's parts of me that feel bad for him. There's parts and it's not even like the, the affair and stuff. It's just the, uh, we'll see. Time will tell, you know, and I yeah. do hope, obviously, I, it has nothing to do with his most recent accident. I wish him, obviously, the mm. best in recovery and getting mm-hmm. back on his feet and doing whatever he wants with his life. But Yes. Um, all right. Let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. Well, March is Women's History Month. Yeah. So I want to quote some famous women, and I want to start with Anne Frank because Anne Frank is so amazing to me, and her, of course, diary of a young girl, uh, you know, I've, I've always loved that. And um, to think about her as a young girl living through the Holocaust and eventually not making it through the Holocaust, but at the age of 15, you know, dying and her dad was the only, only survivor. Um, But what an optimistic young girl she was and what a gift that diary is to us. So um, this quote really applies to what we're talking about today. And she wrote, the good news is that you don't know how great you can be, how much you can love, what you can accomplish, and what your potential is. So in other words, even for Tiger going through hard times, Brittany, they still have tremendous potential, life potential to, to love people and to care for them and to make a huge impact on this world. Right. Um, so, and I and I certainly pray that they will. Yeah. But I no, absolutely. That. I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. I didn't even know. By the way, I didn't know that Women's History Month was a thing until this morning. I didn't know there even was. I know there's International Women's Day, but I didn't know that uh-huh. Women's History Month was even a thing. So we're kind of celebrating on the radio show too. Yeah. Um, as a way to um, uh, bring more attention to the accomplishments of women. So. Yeah, I, I don't think it started until like the somewhere in the nineties. Oh, well, I mean, still, it's been yeah. 30 years, so <laughs> maybe well, that's time we start focusing on it. So, <laughs> Such a uh, different perspective. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Uh, get a question. How do you feel about letting your kids in on your failures in your marriage? How much should they know? This is a, a email that we got actually for the radio show, but I was going to, before we bring it on the air, I was going to have her a story on the podcast and she's okay with that. Um, so give us a couple of minutes. And we're going to talk about that today is a great day. I, uh, 
I can tell you a huge difference. Okay. And I'm glad that today happened because I'm out of my Bub's MCT oil powder Mm -hmm. and I can tell a huge difference in my energy today versus other days. I, um, it was a huge, like waking up this morning, I felt groggy without it. I felt my brain wasn't functioning quite right. We are big fans of Bub's and Bub's is MCT oil powder and collagen. There's so many benefits to both of those things. I, at first I wasn't quite sure. It took me probably about two weeks of the MCT oil powder to really start to feel the effects. At first, I didn't really, I was like, eh, it's okay. And then once I really kept it, because I was like, I'm going to get through a whole bag of it. And now I'm so, now they don't have it. I'm like, oh, I need it. So it's in the mail. <laughs> I've got a new order coming right now. But I'm, I'm like 100% confirmed now that I, this is a game changer for my energy, for my, um, for my gut health, for my, um, cognitive functions it is great stuff and you literally just take a scoop of it you put it in your coffee like you put it i i use it instead of coffee creamer that's what i use i put decaf coffee with that and that's all that's the boost i need for the day i'm good i'm completely Mm -hmm. good i i can tell a huge shift in my radio show when i take it and then when i don't so just highly recommend it to you we'll talk about the collagen tomorrow but i just want to put one more plug in for the mct oil powder because it's the one that i use i think it's fantastic so go to bubsnaturals.com bubsnaturals.com i think you'll really see a change in your focus your mental function and all the other benefits of mct oil powder without having to deal with actual mct oil which is a pain in the butt you can ask anyone that's tried to do the bulletproof coffee. <laughs> oh, yes, coffee. I've tried that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not a pain, pleasant. right? You got to <laughs> yes. put butter in your coffee and stuff. It's yeah. weird. Bob's <laughs> figured out how to do it in a powder form. Basically, it can replace your coffee creamer, and it's it's great. So, bubsnaturals.com. Use the promo, promo code Kramer, and you're going to get 20% off your purchase. Go try it out and tell me if you have the same effect. And, and especially if you get like an off day without it, I'll tell you, you'll totally be able to tell the difference. Bubsnaturals.com. Okay, ask my mom here in a couple seconds. We are running late today. Um, we are going to uh, say hi to our certified fans, okay? Thank you so much for what you do. Uh, we'd love to add you to our certified fan family. Hopefully, it comes with a lot of perks that you'll love and kind of a more in-depth version of this podcast. Um, more things coming up very soon. I said I was going to launch something in the beginning of March, but here it is. It's the beginning of March, but I didn't launch it yet. So it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Um, but I appreciate everything that you do as a certified fan that's just supporting our show so if you want to become one just text the word fans f-a-n-s to 888-Kramer8 and we take time every day or every show to say hi to you and thank you so much I want to make sure we say thank you at least every episode because we do appreciate you and when we have a new certified fan we give you a whoop whoop on the podcast so we'd love to hear your name on here tomorrow but today we don't have one so mom uh, tell me a number and we'll pick that certified fan and we'll give them a bonus whoop whoop Okay, how about my age, 68? Certified fan number 68 is Sean H. Sean H. Okay. From Canton, Georgia. All right. Yeah, I got a Georgia boy here. Sean, thank you so much. Sean's been a a certified fan since um, June the 5th. And uh, we, we, we actually, yeah, we talk a lot on social media. We've had, we had a few conversations. So I appreciate you, Sean. Thank you for being a certified fan for as long as you have now. Super awesome. Here is your bonus whoop whoop for what you do. Yes. Whoop whoop. There we go. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Sean. Um, I, again, wanted to, I, I didn't mean to make this an aside yesterday. I didn't play. I kind of forgot to add it to my show sheet of what were things we were going to talk about, but uh, thank you again for voting us in podcast magazine. Number two. Uh, that was really cool to see that we were, uh, we hopped so back up to number two for certified mama's boy. Yeah. 
I was getting kind of nervous there for a second because the competition is <laughs> getting fierce. We're starting to see these new shows that haven't been on the chart before start to really rise. Mm-hmm. So um, we we need your help more than ever. And you've got now about eight more days to vote for this month for Podcast Magazine. So if you don't mind doing it every day for the next eight days, that would be huge for us. It does. It really does help grow the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friend from Michigan, she found us literally from the um from the the hot 50 chart she started listening great and so you know it's it's cool it's uh, it's great for advertisers you know so you don't mind and it's i think it's another way too just to show that what a cool community that we've become you know that like Mm -hmm. we are strong and powerful by ourselves we got no corporate backing behind us it's just literally me you my mom and that's literally the only (laughs) the only people that run this podcast so it's just us like it or not this is who you're getting so uh, yeah, if you'll just text the word uh, vote V-O-T-E to 888-Kramer8, it takes uh, 60 seconds to vote for it. your three favorite podcasts. I'd love to get Kramer and Jess Uncensored back up, but to the number three spot. So if you got another mm-hmm. spot on there too, let's, uh, let's keep this show doing well. All right, mom, ask my mom time. In case you're new to this, this is a feel good. I mean, not a feel good segment. This is an advice <laughs> segment that we do with my mom. And uh, if you have, you get a question about, relationships or life or just whatever and you want us to run it by you know the podcast family and my mom you can email me that guy kramer at gmail.com um all right mom you want to read this and i'll tell you that she actually sent this to my work email address for the radio show but excuse me i was going to run it by you guys first before we have maybe i'm thinking i'm gonna have her on next week on the radio show so um you want to um you want to read this story sure hi kramer My name is Lisa and love you on Mix 106. You and Jess are a breath of fresh air on the morning show. I have a question for you. It's so nice and so true. I have a question for your group therapy segment. I got divorced four years ago when my son was 12. His dad was not faithful to me for many years. My ex ended up dying two years ago from a car wreck. Him and I did not end on good terms, sadly, but I have made peace with the situation. My son is now 16 and last week asked me the question, why did you and dad get divorced? I told him that his dad and I were different people and it just didn't work out. But then he asks, asked for specifics. I mumbled a few things and tried to keep the conversation moving, but he got upset because he said he's not a child and really wants to know what happened. I've been debating now a few days on if I should, should be honest or not. I don't know if his father's mistakes would make him think less of him or if it might teach him valuable lessons on infidelity. Hear you in the morning, Lisa. All right. Uh, Yeah, that's a tricky situation, right? Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how much you let your kids in on situations like that. And this Mm -hmm. obviously is a lot different because he now passed away. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't, I, I honestly, this is like one of those topics for me that I'm just like, Oh, I don't think I, I, I think that's a, that's a really, cause that's a tricky age too. I would say if they were a kid, you know, I mean, he's 16. So right. he's, he's borderline an adult. Um, so they got but, divorced when he was 12 and he died two years ago. So he would have been 14 when his right. dad died. So there would have been two years that they had been divorced before he died. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's a great question for anybody that has, uh, that's been in a divorce situation. Like, do your kids know the truth? Uh, 
do they need to know the truth? You know, like, do they, is ignorance bliss in situations like this? And it's, I think this one takes another lay, layer deeper because he passed away. So first off, there's right. no way to really hear his side of the story. Exactly. So basically, whatever she says is mm-hmm. the truth because there's right. no way to like, you know, he may have a different perspective completely. He may say, well, yeah, it, at least this is no offense to you, but, um, you know, oh yeah, she was uh, abusive the whole time or something, you know, we just, mm-hmm. we don't know the full story. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, mom, what are your thoughts on this? You've, you've raised, mm-hmm. um, three more kids than I have. So, well, I have, but I have not been divorced and certainly not been in this situation. Uh, you know, I think that as kids get older though, they deserve to hear the truth Yeah, um, because I believe they will hear it somewhere down the line and they'll resent you for not telling them. Um, but again, you know, how to tell them is, is a different situation to, right. to be sensitive to, you know, his relationship with his dad. And I have no way of knowing if that was good or bad. Um, right. I think that would enter into it if they had a good relationship and he was a good father, then, you know, you might want to talk about how grateful you are that that was there. Um, and just, you know, it depends on your relationship with your kid. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I just, yeah. But I think they do deserve to know the truth. And I think especially because I don't think anyone really deserves to know the truth about Here's the thing about truth though, as you alluded to earlier, she's speaking her truth. But yeah. he doesn't have an opportunity to speak his. So right. I think it would also be really important to say that, you know, sure. this is, I can't say what was going on with your dad and how he was feeling. This is what I think may have been happening. Sure. But I know that this is what I was feeling and this is what happened to me. I'm just curious if anyone is really owed an explanation of what happens in your relationship. You know what I mean? Like that's obviously whatever happened was between him and her. And I just don't know that anyone is obviously like the kid situation. I I just don't know how is that going to make anything better? Um, And it's really important to let them know that it exactly that it was between them and had no, nothing to do with him. The reason they split up because you know, so many kids, carry guilt that they were the reason their parents split. Right. And when in fact, that is more often than not, not the case. Right. Um, yeah. I could see that too. I could see how possibly that could be beneficial for him to know the situation. The yeah. But that. Uh, I don't know. That's a tricky one. This may be out of our pay grade, to be honest with you. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I just don't, I would hate for the legacy of his father to be spoiled on something that disappoints him. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, and sure. maybe it's deserved, maybe it's not, but I just feel right. like with him not being here, yes. I, I'm just, I'm genuinely curious. Anybody listening that's been in a, you know, that's got a baby daddy, for lack of better terms, that like, it just didn't end well with you guys. And like, does your kid know the truth? You know, do they know the situation of what actually went down or not? And if and so, are, how did you present it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So 888-Kramer8, if you don't mind hopping on the phone today, um, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8, and just let us know like your experience with it, because I just don't know, I don't know the right way to handle that one. That's a tricky one, so. Yes, it is. 
All right, Mom, I love you. I will Mm. see you back here tomorrow for another episode, okay? Can't wait. Love you forever. Y'all, what a day it's been. Um, We're going to have to cut the good news and everything short. It's actually, I recorded the first part with my mom, and then some weird stuff just went down. Unexpected situations. So I I can't tell you about it right now. I promise I'll fill you in tomorrow or the next couple of days. It's fine. Everything's fine. Well, we'll see. All right. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow, okay? Bye. Hey, Kramer. It's Irene from San Diego. I'm calling about your latest episode. I'm kind of jumping between old and new. But about um, your sister and the wedding and not going, I totally think you need to go to your sister's wedding. I don't know if this is just a little trick to get some reaction that you may not go um, just for the podcast. Just calling you out. That could be. But um, you need to go to your sister's wedding. She's been trying to figure it all out during this time and she's not being selfish in fact i think she's not she's compromised a lot and so let her have her moments just as you have yours and and speak what she needs to speak and you're going to her wedding so don't miss that um it's your family she's you know you can just not talk to that many people you don't want to anyways that much so just stay in your little corner but be there all right hope you all have a great day love podcast Hey, Kramer. I was just wondering if you can let the wedding thing go yet. I understand all your concerns, but my goodness, as much as I am screaming in my car listening, I cannot imagine how your sister is feeling with you being her biggest unsupporter, basically, at this point. You are being so negative to her. She's already stressed out. You've made your point more than clear. Chill out, buddy. It's going to be okay. You said you're going to go. So you've said your piece. You're going to go. You're going to take the chance. Let it go and try to let your sister have her time to shine. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.